ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local win, local now. Member FDIC. It is Wednesday, February 10th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can be a part of the program by calling the Miller Lite phone lines. If that was what they're named. It's White Call. 877-420-TALK. 877-420-8255. White Claw Hard Seltzer made pure. Hey, look. Habits die hard. Old habits die hard. But... White Claw, our phone line sponsor this hour. Coming up, we're going to hear from the voice of Middle Tennessee. Chip Walters is going to join us on the program here in the next few minutes. And looking forward to talking to him. And then John Mercer, he is going to be a part of the program coming up around 5.30. Women's tennis at Virginia coming up. The Thundering Herd, of course, taking on Middle Tennessee That is coming up on Friday and Saturday, so I'm looking forward to that action. And we're going to have it for you right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930, also on 93.7 The Dog. You realize we're just a few weeks away from start of March Madness. I couldn't believe it myself. I'm looking at the calendar today. It's already February 10th. I don't know where the time has went. It just felt like yesterday we were celebrating New Year's Day, and here we are now. We've got a brand-new football coach. We have basketball almost ready to get into the conference tournament and then hopefully the NCAA tournament, and the times are out. We don't know, of course, what the seeding's going to look like. That's still to come, but we've got the times. This is going to be more of a made-for-television event than any other tournament in recent memory as far as I can recall. The NCAA adjusting the schedule. So, of course, you're going to have the selection show. March 14th is the selection show, 6 p.m. on CBS. We'll probably have coverage of all of that here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And, of course, the games are going to be split on CBS, TBS, TNT, True TV. This is how powerful the NCAA is, the tournament itself. I didn't have True TV on my DirecTV service until the NCAA tournament, and then lo and behold, magically, it appeared, and there it was. So CBS has got the game this year. So the championship game going to be on CBS. So CBS gets the national championship, final four, two of the four Elite Eight games, and four of the eight Sweet 16 games. TBS is going to get the other two Elite Eight games and other four Sweet 16 games. So all the networks I mentioned, they're going to get four first-round games Friday and Saturday, and then you're going to be seven second-round games that air on CBS. Four air on each of TBS and TNT and True TV that gets one. If I'm reading this here, understanding the first four airs on TBS and True TV. So March 18th, True TV, 5 p.m. and 8.30 p.m. TBS will have games at 6.20 and 9.50. So Thursday, 5 p.m., guess what? We're going to have basketball for you. So already I'm marking that off my calendar. Do not have a show today. And then on Friday, March 19th, we have got... Games at noon, 1.30, at 1, 12.30. It's kind of a convoluted way that yeah, I've got the schedule here. But CBS kicks off action at noon and goes all day. TNT, TBS, True TV. Same thing for Saturday on the first round. And then the second round, noon, 2.30 p.m., 5 p.m. on CBS, 6 and 8 on TNT, 
7 and 9.30 on TBS, and then True TV will have a game at 7.30 p.m. Monday, we actually have a noon game. So Monday, there will be action at noon, 2.30, 7, and 9.30 on CBS, and then on TNT, games at 6 p.m. and 8.30 p.m., and TBS is going to have games at 5 and 7 p.m. And then we kind of get into more of a more traditional schedule with the Sweet 16, you know, afternoon games, evening games, and then the Elite Eight. There's actually an Elite Gate game uh, Monday, March 29th, Elite Eight, 7 p.m. and 9.45 p.m. And same thing on Tuesday, March 29th and March 30th. Final Four, of course, is going to be Saturday, April 3rd, CBS, National Championship game, Monday, April 5th, 9 p.m. See, I don't like that. 9 p.m., I don't like that. This is a National Championship game on a Monday. I mean, I don't like it, fact, it's 9. Sure, you want to try to hit the West Coast as well, but 9 o'clock, you're, you're losing your East Coast audience. If this game is a, a terrible game, you're going to lose some audience for sure. And I'm kind of curious, how will March Madness play this year with everything that's been going on with the pandemic, the viewing habits of, of people? You know, is it going to have the same buzz? I mean, are we going to be all excited about doing our office brackets again? That's kind of stuff I'm interested in to see what happens. But that's what sort of the outline here is for the TV schedule. It's going to look like there are going to be a lot of afternoon games. There's going to be a lot of hopping around channels, so we'll have those actions for you. We're going to have those games, so I'm looking forward to it. And, of course, uh, it's going to be maybe Marshall in the tournament. If Marshall can win the conference USA championship, maybe Marshall, we get them in. Okay, so we've got that to talk about. That's going to be something we can save. Later on as well, we're going to hear from John Mercer. He'll talk to us about upcoming match with Virginia. Chip Walters will join me on the other side of the break. So uh, hold your phone calls. We're going to get to those a little bit later on. We'll talk to Chip here in the next few minutes, and then uh, we'll open up the phone lines for you later on in the broadcast here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We are presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to the February 10th edition. Thundering Herd actually getting to play a couple home games this weekend. And joining us now on the program to tell us more about Marshall's opponent, the voice of Middle Tennessee, Chip Walters. And, Chip, it's been a few weeks since we've talked, and uh, hopefully I've got some new material here. I'm not going to ask you if anyone's graduating. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, I, I know that's not going to be the case. All the good players are back, so you know I'll save that material for another time. But it's good talking to you again. We haven't done this in a while. I know it. Uh, it is, and uh, you know, thank goodness we're, you know, both squads are are uh, working their way through the season and. You know, trying to be as healthy as possible, and unfortunately, on the women's side, that's not going to happen this weekend. But, but uh, on the men's side, it look it looks like everything is on go uh, to this point for for games in Huntington this weekend. Tell me a little bit about where this program's at. You, you look at the scores this weekend, just you know, glancing at them, you see, okay, look at Middle Tennessee starting to find some life there. Uh, is this team just? finally playing better after uh, having several weeks of, of trying to navigate this schedule? Well, you know, and this this is probably going to sound like a little – I'll try to give you the Reader's Digest version as much as possible, but 
this team had some COVID issues in mid-December that lasted into the first week or so of of uh, of January. They went for over a month and without ever having enough at practice for a five-on-five scrimmage. And so, you know, they kind of had to get through all of that. And about the time they got through all of that and started and had about a week of practice with enough guys, uh, here comes Western rolling in. And, you know, in the first, well, back up a week prior to that, uh, Donovan Sims, uh, the day, well, actually that, that week of the Western series, on Thursday afternoon before the first game on Friday, Donovan Sims um, uh, has a, a knee situation, an injury in practice that still has him out for another week or two. Uh, so there's there's a guard gone. Uh, we play start the Western Series on Friday. Uh, uh, one minute into the first game against Western, Jalen Jordan has a compound dislocated index finger on his shooting hand. And that compound means it broke the skin. <clears throat> well, he was gone for a couple of weeks. Um, and so you, you, had, you were dealing with injuries. And you had you had to play Western and UAB on back to back weekends, and this is a team who, you know, kind of you know trying to get themselves together and have enough players to practice and all that. Well, you know, they kind of started coming together, and in three of the four games against those two teams, Middle led in the second half of of, th- of the final three of the four had double digit leads against uh, UAB in the second half in both games and just simply ran out of gas with a short bench on those two and came back this past week and um, got Jalen Jordan back. Uh, But uh, Jared Coleman Jones, a post player, he's out due to uh, concussion protocol. Everybody's fine. Knock on wood for COVID, but Coleman Jones is out for concussion protocol. You still got Donovan Sims out. And so then with 11 minutes to play Friday night, Dontrell Schuler, who's the team's leading scorer and best on-ball defender, he comes down and tears an ACL. He's out for the year. So, and then, but middle held on, won that game by one, came back the next day, played really well on Saturday against, um, against uh, Charlotte and uh, won by, by double digits. But it has been a it was a struggle for a, a, a good stretch to get to get the same players at practice on the same days, which you know coaches will tell you that you know you just can't throw them out there on game day, and um, and so you know it all kind of started back the week of the Western games, and and then now for three weeks in a row you've basically had the same group, you know you miss a piece here, miss a piece there, but. Uh, Jordan Davis and you know Jace Johnson and uh, DeAndre Dishman, that core group, they've all been there, and you've had guys fill in and fill roles, and uh, so it, it has been, you know, they have they have gotten better uh, as the year has gone along, simply because they actually kind of got their team back together. I told you it was going to be a long answer to a short question. I like long answers though; those are the best kind. No, I. That's right. When you're a host, that's correct. Exactly. exactly right. I love long answers. Uh, you know, because after all, the worst kind of answer is yes, no. You, you know how those go. Yeah. Exactly. 
So it seems like middle, just like every other team in Conference USA or every other team in America, uh, the challenge is twofold. One, you know, do you have enough players to, to put together a team and try to build some flow and some chemistry? And the other side of this equation is, you know, right now I'm sure your roster is giving Marshall fits on trying to prepare because Marshall has uh, indicated in the past to several of the players that you got to prepare for every single person as if they're on the roster and they're playing. And I know that's got to be a challenge there as well because you know, we don't know what the roster is going to look like for Marshall on Friday. We won't know until it happens. And same thing with Middle Tennessee, I'm sure, because you never know. Yeah, that, that, I mean, I haven't heard it put exactly like that, but but that's correct. Uh, you know, because, you know, for instance, the day Dontrell went out, uh, you know, well, there's one more guy you're having to go deeper on the bench with. Um, you know, and here, for instance, this past weekend, Elias King transferred from Mississippi State. Uh, you know, he had played sparingly. Uh, but when Donovan went out, Dontrell went out, they had to find those minutes from somewhere. And basically it was, okay, Elias, you wanted them, you got them. And Jace Johnson had to pick up some extra minutes. Jace has played great this year, uh, really kind of changed his game some. But Elias came in with the reputation of uh, being a pretty good three-point shooter. Well, he started the year over 14. And uh, came back, you know, hit one there, and you know, a few weeks ago, in in a in a substitution role. Uh, but this, but he got in, you know, basically got lathered up, uh, you know, on on Friday night, and getting the flow of the game, and got to play in, and then comes back Saturday and goes four for four from three, and actually scored more points on Saturday than he scored all of last season at Mississippi State. So, you know, that's a guy who got in, got himself some, you know, built his own confidence. And, uh, and, and again, like you said, that's one more guy you got to prepare for now. Joining us on the program, the longtime voice of Middle Tennessee. Not to age you there, Chip Walters joining us. Um, how long have you been doing this now? You've been doing this for quite a while. Well, uh, this is my 12th year in the play-by-play chair. I've been uh, on the crew in one form or another uh this is my 30th season that's a lot of basketball that's a lot of sports to see period it is i've seen you know i've been trying to figure out you know and i've got to you know i've got to i've got to pull out uh, some media guides i'm trying to figure out i'm getting close to 500 games as the play-by-play guy but i'm probably close to 2000 uh overall uh as part of the radio crew so i'm 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 trying to just figure that out to see 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 if I can get a number that's even halfway close. That's a big number, whatever it is. And uh, unfortunately, you're not going to be uh, at the Cam Henderson Center for this one. Uh, if I understand correctly, you're going to have to do this remote broadcasting. Uh, have you had to do that much, or um, you know, is this the first one for you? No, not well. It's not the first one. I haven't done a, a lot of. Them. I've done two games uh, back in November, uh, and I know Steve did one. Uh, about the same time, we were playing in a tournament in Fort Myers, and um, and obviously it was it was during the overlap with football. So uh, you know, I, I was able to I, I did it that tournament uh, by remote, and 
you know, you there there's some in my mind there's some key things that you miss. Uh, you know, the basics are there. You see the players. You know, you hope that your video stream is going well. Which, you know, our women had a situation where they had a video stream from Charlotte go down for about five minutes of playing time the other day. And Dick Palmer, who does our women's games, you know, he kind of reverted back to, you know, recreating it off the ticker tape uh, like they did in Bull Durham. But, um, you know, it, it you, you miss the, you miss the feel of the game and, and you miss the feel of the momentum. Um, but, you know, you can get it done. It's just, in my opinion, it's, you know, it's not the best way to go about it. Uh, you know, it, it does in a pinch. Um, and right now our athletic department uh, has made the decision that they would rather us not be traveling with the teams in particular on a bus trip when you're, you know, in the metal tube there for about six hours. And, uh, with that, uh, and with the weather, uh, that's between here and there, uh, I decided I was not going to, uh, drive myself you know, by myself and, and, uh, and, and knowing that we'll have a good ESPN plus feed coming out of, out of the Cam Henderson center that, uh, we will, uh, we'll just uh, sit around the conference room table and, and, uh, and, and do our best job here. Chip Walters joining us. Uh, as you mentioned, the game's going to be on ESPN plus as of right now. And of course you're uh, not going to be able to be here in person in Huntington for this, but, uh, this is sort of a, a unique situation for Marshall. Marshall's had one conference game, and that was with Western Kentucky. It wasn't even a full two-game set since Western's the travel partner for Marshall. This is really Marshall's first true home series in Conference USA, and it comes against Middle Tennessee. Um, Scheduling-wise, uh, this has been you know probably the most difficult season in recent memory for every team, and this isn't just a Marshall thing, but this is Marshall on February 10th right now, getting ready for their first true conference home series coming up on February 12th. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's kind of amazing that they have not had a full weekend at home yet. But um, you know, it, it's also going to be interesting. I think the conference is supposed to uh, uh, show some shuffling in the schedule next week about how they're going to handle that that uh, first weekend in March for makeups and, and all of that. And that could actually change moving forward. If there are, you know, based on relevancy of certain games and certain matchups that could play a part in, in, you know, a championship or getting in the tournament or whatever it might be. But right now Marshall's in great shape. They're the number two team in our league uh, as far as the net is concerned. And, and to me, that was—I'll be honest—that that was a little bit surprising. I thought, I thought Western would probably have been, but then I saw it come out simply because Westerns had two really good wins against, uh, you know, against Memphis and Alabama. But uh, Marshall's been very, very steady, and and uh, and man, you got—you know—there's still a lot of names on that roster too. We talk about wanting to check graduations. Um, there, there's a few on that roster that. Uh, Maybe not quite as urgent as getting getting uh, the Elmores out of there, but uh, but uh, you know Tavion Kinsey highlight film. I mean, Coach Nick McDevitt knows him really really well, and uh, is a huge fan of his. Uh, we were talking about him on Monday night, and uh, so you know just to you know th- that's a talented group, and the 
the the style of play is different enough from from what you normally see, uh, and and also it, it's a, it's away from what Middle's strength is this year. This is Middle's team this year is not an eighty point a game team. This is a team that needs to play games in the sixties. They are much much better defensively, uh, and they have struggled on the offensive end. So they can't let themselves get in a position with a bunch of live ball turnovers and getting sped up by Marshall's defense. So, you know, it, it will be uh, it will be a contrast in styles for sure. Chip Walters joining us. The Blue Raiders coming into town. Unfortunately, you're not, but uh, I'm, I'm glad you're going to be safe uh, with the nasty weather, uh, definitely. Uh, and I'm excited for this one because, honestly, Marshall's had the best of the series these last few games, but – this is a series that I expect Middle to always be good in, and I'm hoping that's going to be the case here moving forward, that Middle's going to be one of those teams, again, that we're talking about always contending for the Conference USA Championship just because I think um, there are some schools that, if they're better, I think brings a lot more to the league, and I think Middle and basketball definitely, if, if they're better, one of those schools, along with Western Kentucky, Marshall, just I miss Middle Tennessee being good. Well, I do too right now, and so we're we're working on that, and that's, you know, that 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 is the goal, and and really, I, I think you know, if you look deep into where th- where this team was when when in Kermit's last year, you know, we ended up in the NIT, lost in in the second round at Louisville, <clears throat> and he said that night on the on the uh, on on his final post game show, and he said, folks, he said, be patient, he goes. I'm going to Ole Miss, but if I was going to be here or whoever the new coach is coming in, he said, it. we are at a point now where we have we have gone through a cycle of great players, and it's going to be a rebuilding process from here. And and that's been the case. I mean, Nick came in his first year, finished the, the year really good. Last year, you know, a lot of people would say, did they take a step back? You know, I'm, I'm not sure about that, but – they had a lot of guys that were sitting out, uh, came back this year. That group uh, lost a one-point game uh, to Omaha uh, down in Fort Myers, and then a three-point game to East Tennessee, came right back, beat Murray, played really well in, in, in several non-conference games, that but just could not close the deal. And um, and now they're starting to, to get things better, get things going a little bit, and and um, you know they have been light years better defensively than they were the last couple of years, and now they're starting to find a little bit of offense uh, and and finding you know new guys who can start to make some things happen. So you know uh, you know we we want to get back into that. Uh, it's it's surely more fun, and um, and you know this has just been a a crazy year for everybody and. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I'm looking forward to where we don't even have to worry about, you know, hey, am I going to go to Marshall this week? Or, you know, I can't wait to go back to UTEP, which is one of my favorite trips in the league, or wherever it may be. And can't wait to go to Bowling Green and hear all the boos when we walk in, which is, you know, it's all that's all part of the fun of it. And, you know, can't wait to get back to that and just hope that everybody does their own small part to help us get back there as quick as we can. Chip Walters joining us, voice of Middle Tennessee. Marshall playing Middle Tennessee this weekend. 
and maybe a meeting in the Conference USA tournament, depending on how the rest of the season goes. If not, uh, Middle Tennessee gets the honor and privilege of welcoming Marshall's new football coach into Conference USA. First game, October 2nd. Um, I can't wait for that one either. Well, you know, our schedule came out. We open up at home uh, with Monmouth. Then we've got three straight road games. Two of the three are Virginia Tech and Liberty. And then uh, and then you come home uh, first week of October, first conference game, and it's Marshall. So, you know, the schedule maker didn't do any favors right there, but uh, you play them as you get them one week at a time. And uh, and that'll be fun. Marshall's you know you know Marshall's been such a great program for such a long time, and Coach Huff will do a great job there. He's been hiring some outstanding coaches and and uh, new offensive coordinator here at Middle. There's a uh, and and a couple of a uh, couple of guys out of the transfer portal that have really got folks excited. So looking forward to to seeing. Uh, I'm looking forward to spring ball right now. You know, just to kind of get a an eye on how how some things are going to be different. And I'm sure that's the same in in Huntington. How is you know how's Coach Huff going to you know change things from the way that that Doc did things? And you know, there's a long tradition there and of winning and doing things the right way. So it's uh, you know Marshall's going to be good. That's what they always are. And and uh, and and you know it's always fun to compete at the highest level in this league. And to do that, you got to p- compete well against Marshall. Chip, good catching up with you. Let's do it again soon. Let's hope uh, we're talking about maybe in a few weeks Middle Tennessee Marshall in the Conference USA Tournament. That would be fun if we could get that. All right, everybody stay safe. Thank you, Chip. Good talking to you. Chip Walters, he's the voice of Middle Tennessee. Uh, Coming up next, we're going to hear from John Mercer, Marshall's tennis coach. Coming up this week, Marshall in action, taking on the University of Virginia. Coach is going to tell us more about it when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Marshall women in action this week. Tennis team taking on the University of Virginia. Tell us more about it. The head coach of the Marshall tennis team, John Mercer. All right, let me just uh, let me go ahead and warn you up front. I got my Rangers hat on today. I know um, you, oh have boy. An, you have an aversion <laughs> to my team. Sporting my cap. You're making a comeback. I told you that the last time we spoke. Yeah. Um, I said they, I told you. We'll, we'll practice, you know. Does wonders for teams. How, what's wrong yeah. with your What's wrong with your team? I mean, you know, we got um, postponements here in Pittsburgh. Come on. Let's get, yeah. Let's well, get, let's get this going. You never know nowadays. Do you? You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Same uh, thing happened. Uh, we we last week we drove down to Murray State. Got there. Went to warm up the night before, and the coach came out and said our match is now postponed as of now. So, <laughs> so uh, we just next day moved on to Middle Tennessee. But uh, it's kind of a sign of the times. So uh, you roll with the punches, I guess. So Penguins are going to have to do the same thing. So if we can deal with it, they can deal with it. You get tennis coming up. Um, it's um, Friday. Going to be at the University of Virginia. Hopefully that's not going to be postponed for you. Uh, any um, Anything you can tell us about Virginia? Let's uh, get us a get us the update on sure. here. I see. I can't yeah. scout these teams. You you do the better job. <laughs> I mean, I can't. I can't look at you know because uh-huh. there's not necessarily like uh, ESPN Plus film on these schools. 
<laughs> well, they are good. Uh, they are currently 14 in the country, which is probably a little under where they should be. They should probably, probably be a little higher. But expect by the end of the year, they'll definitely finish higher. Uh, they have a girl in their lineup who was the uh, number one seed at the Junior U.S. Open uh, last year or the year before. So uh, up and down the line, they are very good. I mean, they, they got some girls on that team that they'll – uh, make a living playing some tennis after they finish their college career. And uh, for us, it's a good opportunity to go play a team that's that level. Uh, we used to play them fairly frequently, uh, but it's nice to kind of get back in, in there and uh, you know, go over there and play and give our kids the experience and uh, you know take a shot at you know picking up some good wins. How important was that Middle Tennessee? I know you were like at Murray State, maybe trying to get two in a row, but uh, how important was Middle Tennessee after uh, UK? Uh, losing to UK, yeah. good team. You get an opportunity to to really forget about that on you know, f- first part of February with uh, the Murray State match, and then that gets postponed. So just how important right. was it to get to number two? Yeah, it was good. It was good. I mean, we, you, know, you always want to get a win, <laughs> so – uh, you know, just kind of the way the schedules worked out. Uh, you know, we've lost, uh, you know, some matches that, you know, probably on paper would have been, you know, good matches for us to play and get some confidence and get some wins. And, uh, you know, playing Middle Tennessee is just important. One, it's a, it's a conference match. So even though we don't play a regular season schedule, uh, when the seedings do come, you know, teams are ranked close enough. So on a field, you know, we could be seated higher than them or, uh, as long as we're kind of in the ballpark, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, having Virginia coming up on Friday, and then uh, Furman, who actually upset uh, number sixteen Wake Forest uh, this past weekend, and is now in the top thirty themselves, uh, are coming to Huntington. So uh, you know, we got two uh, top thirty teams in so, you know, next two matches. So uh, the Middle Tennessee match was a good one to get, uh, you know, to get that first win, and uh, you know, hopefully these next two we can uh, maybe steal one. Also, Furman, you finally get to get a home match. And um, I know the big advantage of having a home match is you don't have to travel and go through all everything that you have to deal with. I mean, has that has that worn this team down a little bit? I know it's early in the se- schedule, but just the, the nature of having to do all of that, you know, the, the procedures, the how you travel, what you are limited to doing, right. you know, Early on, have you, have you felt like, okay, you know, we're going to have to adjust this, we're going to have to work around this, right. uh, or you're taken to it? I mean, what? You know, how would you evaluate it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we got a little flavor of it, you know, with the experience this past weekend, you know. And, you know, a, a six-hour drive down to Murray State, and then, you know, getting there at 8 o'clock in the evening, going out to practice, find out it canceled. Uh, we were supposed to play them on a Friday and we were supposed to play Middle Tennessee actually on Sunday. So we had a day off in between, uh, Murray state was supposed to play Middle Tennessee on Saturday. So what we did, we just stepped in and took Murray state spot on Saturday. But, you know, that meant, you know, getting up the next day and driving to Middle Tennessee. And, uh, you know, literally you've had one hour of practice and, you know, we, we were only able to get, they had a bunch of men's matches uh, at Middle Tennessee and a bunch of stuff. So we were going to get 45 minutes of practice there. 
So, you know, practice time was really light, uh, you know, going into the middle Tennessee match. You know, now you're playing a day earlier than you expected. So, but, you know, like I said, it's just, it's just, you know, the way things are this year, you know, I mean, we've never done that in all the years that we've been here where you're just literally bumping a match up a day, uh, you know, two days prior. Uh, but, you know, it, it saves on costs. You know, we didn't have to stay down there an extra night, you know, got us back a day earlier. And, uh, so it worked out. We got a W. But, uh, you know, it worked out at the end. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, what we've kind of talked about before, you know, we have a team that's, that I, I feel is a good character team. And they really rolled with it well. And we're excited about playing. And, uh, they're just looking to play. And uh, they just, so they were ready to go. And Middle Tennessee was a little bit of an adjustment, got off to a little slow start. But, uh, you know, we picked it up when we needed to pick it up. And, uh, you know, kind of toughed it out, uh, more or less. So uh, that was exciting. John Mercer joins me, the Marshall tennis team taking on University of Virginia Friday, and then uh, you got to fly back home. You know, figuratively, you got to race back home because you got Furman <laughs> coming up on Sunday, and then you get to at least take it easy for a while with your schedule. You look at um, you look at your opponents. You've had two. You would have liked to have three, but you had Kentucky, Middle Tennessee going into Virginia. Um, how much better is this team now after Kentucky and Middle Tennessee? Uh, what's um, I mean, is this is this team you think better than that team that faced Kentucky a, a short term time ago? Are they better for going through Middle Tennessee, or are they still a work in progress? Where are they at in your mind? Uh, yeah, still you know somewhat a work in progress. I mean, when you take that much time off, uh, where you're really competing. Uh, you're hearing a lot of the players talk about that uh, down, you know, the Australian Open just started down in Melbourne. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of those players, it's been a long break, you know, that tennis players aren't really used to. And so uh, I felt like we did a great job competing for those matches. Uh, they were really different matches from the standpoint that the Kentucky match, uh, you know, you were playing a very physical, uh, aggressive team that was, you know, on fairly fast courts. Uh, you know, constantly put pressure on you, stayed up on the baseline, constantly looking to move forward. And it was almost a reactive type match where you're just kind of trying to, you know, hang in, you know, rallies and keep them off you as much as you can, generate your own offense. Uh, where the Middle Tennessee was a completely different match. Uh, courts were very slow. Uh, they were very good at moving on them in and out on the court, but uh, it was definitely more of uh, points where you could build points. Uh, put points together with longer rallies, uh, which we didn't really experience at Kentucky. So it just kind of had a totally different feel to it. It was almost, you almost had to feel like we were just playing a first match again. It was just so different. So it was good to play those two different styles uh, and be in those situations. And again, you know, we got a couple of freshmen on the team, so they're kind of learning on the go here. They've never, you know, they didn't play any college tennis all fall. So they've never seen another team play <laughs> uh, or other players play. Uh, and, you know, just, you know, the energy and, uh, you know, that you got to bring and the fight and everything else that goes into competing at this level. And uh, so, you know, you've seen a lot out of them, and you know, since we've got back also, you know, they have a lot better understanding I was talking about today and they're kind of shaking their head. Yeah, I got a lot better idea what we're in now. And so you're really, you're seeing them, you know, understand it, be really mentally engaged and trying to get better. Uh, and that's what the competition's all about. It gives you an opportunity to see where you are and what you need to do to get better. 
John Mercer joins us, tennis team in action, Virginia, then coming home for Furman. And then after that, you got several matches at home, which I'm sure is going to be a benefit for you before you get into to conference play. Okay, well, if you want to loosely call it conference play, I know we've had this conversation. <laughs> Correct. We've had, we've had this conversation before. But, uh, I mean, really, uh, you try to schedule a few of those teams as, uh, as much as you can, and you, then you just try to work your schedule with – Really, you look at it, as we've talked about, after this road stand, for the most part, you're, you're staying home. You, you've almost bunkered in here with a, a few exceptions. Correct. And yes. yeah, how many tennis programs can say, hey, look look at our schedule. It's, it's, it's all right. It's pretty good, and we're staying home. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. I mean, it's been a long time since we've been able to say that, as you know. Uh, so we'll see if we can take advantage of it. And uh, you know, get some good home matches in, and you know, not only you know, we're hoping to, you know, we can obviously play inside, but hopefully, you know, come March we can start getting some outdoor uh, facilities looking nice, and they did a good job working on it over the summer and updating uh, some of it. So uh, you know, we're we're excited. You know, we're we're used to playing at home. We you know, spent eleven weeks in the fall playing at home, so <laughs> six days a week. So uh, you know, it'll be good. It'll be good to get some teams in here and. Uh, you know, and play, and and that's ultimately it. I mean, we're just excited to actually you know play some matches and see what we can do. All right, who you got tonight? Um, it's Boston. It's the New York Rangers. Who you taking? Who you got? I think the Rangers are starting to roll a little bit. Oh, well, they lost so, in the Islanders. Been, they lost the Islanders been, uh, the other night. Yeah. Yeah, but you know that's kind of a mental match, right? Mental game. Right. Okay. Know? Yeah. Battle New York. You know. Battle so. New York. Okay. I'm, I like your logic yeah, so far. You know, I'm, so. I'm, I'm with that. <laughs> I, I like the coach yeah. speak here. I'll, I'll, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll give you the Rangers in that one. Okay. So, so let's land on the choice. I, I mean, it's Boston and New York, and um, I mean, pasta's pretty good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Who are they coming off playing? Well, I haven't Who looked that far. See, yeah, see, I haven't researched that. That's. Um, Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm focused. I'm that's narrow lucky, focused yeah. here. I'm just focusing. It's okay. you know, one game at a time. The next game's the most important game. Yeah. You know, give yeah. me some other coaching speak. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times, you know, you watch that hockey. A lot of times, it's just such a physical, demanding game. <laughs> the, you know, sometimes they play the night to night, you know, back to back, night to nights, and it's just like I don't know how they do that. Sometimes it looks like you don't know how they do that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you can kind of get a feel for it, you know, based on who they played. You know, it's like whenever the Penguins play the Flyers, it's like, uh, you know, it's just such a physical, tough mental game. And, uh, you know, they they are obviously in unbelievable, fantastic condition. Uh, but still, you know, it, it's got to be tough to, to play that much, especially even if they get stuck playing an overtime game and getting a little extra ice time. That's always trouble, too. So uh, that's how I kind of look at them uh, when you're trying to kind of pick some of these games. But uh, who do the Penguins play? The Penguins are postponed. They were supposed to play New Jersey. I know that much. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, I know that. Okay. We have our new front office, right? Yeah, you, you got do. Our new front office going? Um, let's, let's talk about that, that first. Uh, Boston <laughs> beat Philadelphia 2-1 on the 5th, and they haven't played since. So now they got the, oh. they got the, the, uh, the Rangers yeah. tonight, and then on Oof. Friday – and you've got a new yeah. front office in, Peng- in Penguinville with uh, Ron yeah. Hextall. Are you going to be okay with that, Ron Hextall? Ah, former Flyer, 
former flyer. The, I mean, if you were going to put a face on the franchise, it would be Ron Hextall. I mean, what wasn't he? I don't know if he was the first to do it, but he scored multiple times. A goaltender scored at least a couple of goals. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough one. But he was he was such a competitor, though, wasn't he? Back in his day, he was kind of crazy. Old time hockey I, man. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, he but would I get up and he's fight done with a really you. Really good job. The place, yeah, the places he's been, he's done a really good job building teams. So, uh, you know, and I think the Penguins. I think it was a good hire. You know, I think they're kind of in that mode, you know, where they're kind of, you know, teetering. You know, how much rebuilding do we do here down the line? So, uh, you know, he, he could could work out well hopefully so but that is that is a tough one you know it's kind of like someone going from the Steelers to the Ravens I don't know no, that's, not, that's never gonna happen <laughs> don't, no that's not happening just uh, don't worry about yeah. that you know you can rest that's easy that's one. that's not gonna happen <laughs> all right uh I, I've got to hit commercials because we're almost out of time so uh good luck right. I appreciate you coming yeah, in we'll do it you. again next week and um you know what uh, I'm thinking you and I eventually we're gonna just have our very own um we're going to have our very own hockey podcast. What do you think? That would be awesome. Sounds great. Who, who do you so, think is going to listen to that? Thanks for having gonna, me, Paul. I appreciate yeah. it. Before you go, who do you think is going to yeah. listen to that podcast if you and I did that? Probably my son. Okay. I'll take those as an audience. <laughs> we'll get all his teammates up there at Ohio State. So okay. They'll all, all listen. I'll take that. They're all hockey people there, right? I Boston? like it. Blue Jackets? Aren't yeah. they hockey people? Yeah, they're hockey people. Yeah. They're people. Yeah. So they're good. <laughs> John, good talking to you. Thanks for always uh, being part of it. Go herd. Thank you, John Mercer, head coach of the Marshall tennis team. We wrap it up when we continue. Isn't it fun? You know, see when John and I get together, it, it's just it's our own thing. It, it really is, and um, it, he's fun to talk to. More on the way. It's the drive. ESPN ninety four point one and AM nine thirty. Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on the drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're wrapping up today's edition of the show. Thanks for tuning in. Getting closer to Marshall basketball coming up this week. It'll be Marshall taking on Middle Tennessee. Looking forward to that. Actual action at the Cam Henderson Center. If this holds true, Marshall, we think Marshall can do a little bit better at home. Road's going to be tough, but if Marshall can hold serve at home and win two, that's going to put them in a good position to get ready for, of course, conference tournament. You're trying to, if you can't win the the East, you at least are trying to put yourself in a position where you get a good seed and you have a good shot in the tournament. And that's where Marshall is trying to put itself right now. So that's coming up this week. Home games, Marshall, Middle Tennessee, Friday, Saturday. That action right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. I want to thank my guest, Chip Walters, voice of Middle Tennessee. Also, head coach of the Marshall tennis team, John Mercer, we appreciate him. John's always fun to talk to. Chip's great, too. I appreciate both those guys for coming on, and uh, we'll do it again tomorrow here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 
WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.